with vines, it's just just reframing to where it's just okay. That's a good yeah. point. Yeah. It's like, no, no, really, I'm fine, right? If somebody comes at you <laughs> like you're obviously really down and no, no, it's okay, I'm fine. Don't worry about it. But you're not good. You're just fine. No, 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 it's a lie. Whatever is going on, no matter how bad it is, it's not that bad. So the universe is still a good place. Yes. Yeah. Because <laughs> everything is sort of, it's meant to be, you know. There you go. <laughs> the big hormone enneagram. Hi, I'm John Lukovich, uh, sexual self-presence with Bioling 458 Trifix. Hi, I'm David Gray, self-pres sexual 9 with 1974 Trifix. What up, it's Emika. I'm an 8-wing-7, sexual self-pres with 854 fixes. Hi, I'm Nancy. I am a self-pres social 3-wing-4 with a 369 Trifix. If you like our podcast, guys, make sure you go like and subscribe on the Apple Podcast app. And if you really like us, you should definitely leave us a review. Welcome back to the Big Hormone Enneagram. Today, we're going to be talking about harmonics, positive type orientation. I mean, because a lot of people um, sometimes wonder what that really means. And a lot of mistyping happens because people don't really get the nuance around um, what the positive types mean or um, reactive types or competency types. So we're going to get into that today. Um, also want to remind you, because we're still doing love lines, and to send in not only just questions about relationships and romance, but any questions or any comments you have about the show. If you want to talk shit about us, send them, send them in as well. The number, again, is 323-696-0647. You can also just send in a voice note. You can send that to either one of us or just email that in. So you can do it that way. John has a couple announcements that he'd like to make us also. Yeah, I'm going to reiterate what Emika said. And then if you have a complaint, don't be a coward and post it online. Fucking call us and talk shit and, you know, fucking let us hear. So I want to plug uh, Odinaka, my best friend, OD, uh, astrologer extraordinaire. Who's, we've had him on the pod twice. Um, He's uh, he, he just did another reading for me recently and it was amazing. So uh, I just want to keep plugging him. Um, how do how, how do you reach him like on his inst- Instagram? Yeah, you can DM him is on Instagram at Odinaka, O D I N A K M. How do I spell it? Yeah, K A. <laughs> <laughs> but he he also has a website, um, but you'd have to Google his full name, Odinaka Izakoli. Uh, dot com and he has a page for um, his astrology stuff that you can you can also reach him through his website so and la- lastly uh i had a lot of clients complete their coaching sessions with me starting from the new year till about now so i have a lot of spots open so if you want to do any coaching with me you want to learn more about the enneagram you have questions related in your work topics anything like that uh hit me up where should they hit you up uh, you can hit me up on Instagram. You can hit me up on Facebook. My uh, email is orpheusophiacus at gmail.com. Uh, but yeah, your maybe website. Social- your website. Oh, yeah. Web- no. That's it. That's it. I forget I have a website. Yeah, johnlikewich.com. That's it. 
He there said everything go. but the website that he yeah, just built. No, I, I completely, <laughs> Social yeah. blind, man. Totally. I completely forget I have an e- a Find me, but I don't exist. Yeah. <laughs> and the best way to find me is an overly complicated email. Uh, no, thank you for reminding me that I have a website, johnlikewitch.com. So hit me up there. Uh, is there anything else we're forgetting? We did the love line. The, um... What about David, your Patreon? Oh, yeah. How's that going? Yeah. Patreon, I've got 11 people. Um, I haven't been as steady on the uh, kicking out articles. You know, I, I was for a while, I had a steady pace of um, once a week, which is, you know, the, the thing that you get for the membership. Um, but I kicked out one here, you know, a, a couple of weeks overdue just uh, yesterday. Um, it's going well. I mean, people are staying and they're asking follow-up questions and and you know engaging with me there so feel free to uh come along and uh go to uh patreon.com slash site that's ania like enneagram and site like website so if you've been enjoying this podcast support us support these starving artists that have been making enriching your life with so much content and entertainment and amazing stuff that you've been listening to for the past however long you've been listening to this podcast send us some money at um our paypal is bhepodcast at gmail.com if you haven't already and if you have before do it again (laughs) 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 but for real just like you know help out the things that you know invest in the things that you enjoy like i do it i support other (laughs) support local businesses yeah (laughs) Um, I just had an idea. We should start an OnlyFans, but just any just Enneagram stuff. <laughs> I, I legit told OD that he needed to start a an astrology OnlyFans. Oh my god, people would eat it up. Because you know, he was telling me this thing that happens whenever you know. I guess any any therapist or any uh, anybody who does any sort of inner work is going to uh, relate to this. That you help somebody get into themselves, and they start to have feelings for you. Uh, mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. and and so he's yep. been experiencing that happening with a lot of his clients and he just wondered and so i told him like some kind of olding fans thing because i mean these girls are all thirsting for you so and i mean he's a beautiful man so yeah, yeah. He, would, he would make They're- a lot of money if, if we get big enough, we should do some kind of like risque <laughs> shit where we're like oh, nude yeah. or semi-nude or something like that. Oh my God, yes. <laughs> I mean, we're definitely doing a calendar. Hilarious. That's a calendar. Yes, yes. We should just hold up like little type descriptions or some random shit while we're like in lingerie. <laughs> Over our crotches. Yeah. Like, I have already done like this things in my life of just foreshadowing future events, repeating themselves. I've already done the gift uh, the calendar you know erotic calendar gift with like people i used to work with like there was a um i was an ra in college and like for christmas people were the guys were supposed to like give gifts to the girls because like uh 14 guys 14 girls that are ras and i was like we couldn't figure out what to get the girls and i was like we're gonna do um a calendar and so i shot it and printed it out and we packaged it and we gave all the girls and you could not believe the eruption of surprise Ew. and like they were like amazed who <laughs> does have not this. love an erotic um, <laughs> calendar no no right. one i don't care what you look like if you give me an erotic calendar it is hanging up in my bedroom <laughs> yeah, so they loved it they uh, so yeah doing something like that is gotta happen <laughs> yeah absolutely yeah that'd be hilarious <laughs> call in and let us know what you want us to do yeah. We'll, we'll pose specifically for you. 
the karma on OnlyFans. <laughs> there's four of us, so there's going to be three months for each of us. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Perfect. Mine will be in Scorpio season. Thank you. <laughs> Might be a fight over that one. <laughs> so what is the actual correct name for this? Is it harmonics or... The harmonic yeah. groups. The, the harmonic, harmonic groups. groups. And, and the positive is really called the... I mean, in the Riso Hudson, it's the Positive Outlook group. Positive Outlook, okay. And what types are that? Are they? 279. Okay. Yeah, so, yeah, just to intro it a little bit. These are, yeah, the harmonic groups as outlined by uh, Riso and Hudson. There are the Positive Outlook types, 9, 2, and 7. There are the Reactive, which is 8, 6, and 4. And then the Competency, which are 1, three and five and so today we're going to be focusing on positive outlook and what that means i think it's one of those confusing things that um when you read it on the page you immediately think that this means it's a person who's positive and that doesn't really line up with my experience of those people right. um, and it's i think it's one of, like you mentioned earlier it's one of the reasons why people don't see themselves as type nines um because it seems like oh i'm not a positive type Right. Yeah. I mean, and also like even twos, I see it more when people are typing other people as two, that they'll be like, they're not positive enough to be a two, mm. but like, it means something different for each of the types. And it's not necessarily that they feel good all the time or that they see the good all the time, but there's a habitual uh, emphasis of attention on things that we could say are positive, like the sunny side of things or something like that. So like, you know, seven is pretty obvious and, yeah. <laughs> and, and, uh, you know, it's like this sort of hope for the future kind of thing. And it's not a vague hope. It's like this, this thing might become the juicy, interesting, you know, it's like, it's like, there's an optimistic view of the next thing coming, even if they're feeling miserable in the moment, they're aiming for what's coming next with some sort of optimism or hope. Sort of a reaction to, to mm -hmm. like some external, something like um oh like in the nine case it's um i don't know you might be relaying a story um but then you feel like of something negative that happened right but then you feel like you have to tie it off at the end by saying but it could have been worse right it's just <laughs> yeah. stuff like that right or um you know with twos um it's sort of like just trying to reframe something in a in a relationship scenario you know if somebody's saying that something negative is going to happen there's sort of a an optimistic reframe of well we can you know um just the sense that the two can can infuse it with some kind of um sunshine or optimism or caring that's going to change the situation yeah well, I feel like with two, especially the positivity is generally it's it's like in pride, the assumption of good intentions. Yes. So mm -hmm. it's usually like I have a good intentions, like there's a positive framing of my own motivation. Mm -hmm. um, and that translates into like a hopefulness that I, with my positive intentions, can make outer things good. like. I can save this person or I can, you know, whatever, something along those lines. To me, it feels, uh, the two perspective feels like, uh, from my perspective, 
that. It feels oppressive in the sense that they're oppressing me with goodness. <laughs> that uh, it's like the ultimate belief that goodness is going to overcome all. They assume that, you know, growth should mean positive goodness. Things are getting better. So the idea that that's not the case is like really disturbing on a very core level to a two. Yeah. Back to nine and seven, we have in my friend group, <clears throat> there are two threes, a one, two nines, and a seven. And I found the nines do a lot more dispersing when it comes to like positives. So they kind of, if there's anything negative, they disperse it. Yes. Whereas sevens have a more like face it head on um, kind of attitude about it. But it's, I feel so bad for our seven because every time we're like, our group is bitching about politics or stuff, we're like, oh, we want to see these people die. Like, bah. And then the seven's like, well, they might still be a good person. And like, he's the only one thinking this. And all of the rest of us just look at him with like death glares. <laughs> But it's no. just, he faces it much more head on of like, well, you know, this could still be good. They could still be coming at it this way. Whereas nines are sort of like, it's not here. It feels like different ways of taking the edge off. Yeah. You know, like, like seven is. Seven's less tactful about taking, this, yeah. taking the edge off, I'd say. They, they think that it could be better. Like, you know, give this thing or situation, this person a chance that things could improve. Um, and nine is like, does anything matter? Like, right or you know. or nine is also I'm fine. No, no, really, everything's okay. Yeah, right. like this doesn't exist. Which doesn't necessarily feel positive, um, but it feels more like you know, like there's something negative. I'm gonna take the edge off of this negative thing mm-hmm. uh, coming from the perspective of my my center, and uh, and with two, it's a, the goodness is gonna make things better. I don't think nines any nine I know is gonna experience themselves as positive. Yeah. Yeah. Nines are generally, you know, well, you know, one thing that's sort of like uh, that you see a lot in uh, uh, various psychology theory is just that repressed anger is specifically a a main generator of depression. Mm. So a lot of nines are pretty, and it's pretty obvious with a lot of nines that there's at least some you know, chronic, at least a low level depression going on. But then that's where that's the positive reframe. I mean, it's a passive withdrawn type. And and that's where, you know, that's the difference between the two and the seven, which are much more in your face positive or can be Um, with nines. It's just just reframing to where it's just okay. Right. That's kind of what I'm getting at there. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, no, no, really, I'm fine, right? If somebody comes at you <laughs> like you're obviously really down and no, no, it's okay, I'm fine. Don't worry about it. But you're not good. You're just fine. No, 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 it's a lie. It's wrong. It's, I yeah. mean, it's flat out just not the truth. Right. But it's not a lie. It's actually, a, a and that's kind of my point, is it's a reflex. It's a defense mechanism. Mm. It's a reflex in response to an external stimuli of somebody saying you know you seem kind of down right now or something like that no 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 i'm fine so it's more like it just comes out versus like is that what you're saying like it just sort of comes out like no i'm fine it's more yeah 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 it's partly yeah and it's partly that thing of that it's threatening to nines to be specifically located again it's the dispersion theme Mm. right if you're if somebody's coming to you with 
wow, you seem really down right now. Um, and they're actually focusing on you, then that's individuating you in a, in a certain way that's threatening to the nine ego structure. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I feel yeah. like nine is neutralizing it. Like no matter what you throw at the yes. nine, um, Oh, yeah. It's like want to bring it back to the happy medium where it's not too much, not too much into any direction. They, they so, also, I think uh, nines are very sensitive to other people's feelings. And so there's a there's a like a sense of I don't want to be a burden on them somehow by making my thing a, a big deal. But on the other hand, they kind of still want the person to go. Hey, no, I really see that something's not okay. You know, like yeah. I really see past, I really care, you know, this kind of thing. Uh, you get that all the time in the four groups of, of nines. I think they're fours. It's like wanting to really be seen means somebody to see through the dispersion without seeming like the nine has to like own up that like, no, I'm not really doing okay. And like, you need to see it. It's like, you need to see it in a, I, I, I'm still being passive so that you see my pain, you know, like, my hope is that you see through my diffusing what's really going on for me and still see through it. And that's like some kind of proof that you care or, or, or but, mm -hmm. it, but it, the agency is still uh, given to the person. Yep. I also, I think it's important to, to note. So like the harmonics are named harmonics because they have to do with harmony because the idea was that these are strategies that uh, we employ when we feel a kind of conflict. It doesn't have to mean, an actual conflict, but kind of a stressor or a, a difficulty. And so, you know, it's like when the, when the seven meets a setback, they go like, okay, but the next thing coming is going to be good. Or I'm just yeah. going to get past this current thing that is a setback and get to onto the next thing. So uh, that can feel positive, like in a mood, mood sense, like, oh, I feel good or high. But like, if you've been around a seven for any amount of time, like the frustration that they can employ that doesn't have to have any kind of positive expression uh, is really clear. But what's you could say positive versus hopeful is that they there is something of like the next thing is going to save me from the current situation. Yeah, man, I think people imagine like a happy go lucky person employing those strategies, but it's like you can aggressively expect that the next thing is going to be better without seeming like a nice or positive person. It's just the the strategy of assuming that the next thing that you do is going to be uh, way better than this situation. So who cares about this one is inherently right. positive. Right. Doesn't mean it's right. a positive yeah. person. Exactly. Yeah, it's just it's interesting looking at like the different ways that two, seven, and nine are doing it because of the three, nine feels the least hopeful. Uh, yeah. Be, because it's it's kind of like assuming that um, if you look at existence uh all of existence then whatever i'm going through right now is not important <laughs> that's, <laughs> right. that's what the nine is basically saying so it's kind of yeah. like whatever is going on no matter how bad it is um it's not that bad so the universe is still a good place yes yeah because everything <laughs> is sort of it's meant to be you know it, there you go <laughs> this is all part of the whole it's part of this you know like everything fits together even though it's this you know terrible situation right now like it's part of the universe so you know why can why should i be upset about you know so it, it that one feels almost like um i don't want to say is it nihilistic that's not nihilistic it it feels it feels like it's 
I don't know. It feels mean to yourself. Like, I don't know what word to use for that, but it feels really mean oh, to yourself. Self-erasing. Like, it's, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. You've dispersed to, to you're like an, an, a particle in, in like the ocean of the all of time and all of space time matter. Like you're just this one little dot. So <laughs> like, you know, the fact that your mom just died is really nothing. jeez it's it's it's, yeah i mean the positive it's just like i don't know picture a horizontal line that's starting to droop in the middle and it's drooping drooping coming down and someone says to you hey i see that you're drooping to the nine and the nine brings the line just back up to medium just back up to that straight line it's not up it's not like positive upward sunshiny it's just the the positivism is just to bring back up into level balance yes yeah Mm -hmm. that's a big difference um yeah it it feels less overtly positive than than two or seven or seven yep with all these strategies there's a it it brings a certain kind of um opacity if i'm saying that word right like opaque quality to like one's own motivations like with this with the nine it's like the self it's it's another form of self-erasure so it's like i'm just trying not to be a burden or whatever but it's mm-hmm. it's you know the strategy is to self-erase uh mm-hmm. with two it's most clear where i am uh like the, the the need of two as an image type is to see themselves as good and loving and so the pride is overemphasizing the good and loving intentions or love lovable qualities they have as a way to reject and not see and not own qualities of you know that that they deem unlovable that are shameful mm-hmm. uh, according to their super ego and so you know part of like i think twos get a lot of shit uh in the enneagram but i also think that you know it can be really difficult to deal with a two that is really unhealthy in a way that it's not as like it's it's less you, you can't you can't be as direct with them because there's a lot of um usually they're not doing anything like really wrong. They're just being obnoxious. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. <laughs> you, it's hard to be like, fuck you, look what you're doing because mm-hmm. they all often go to, well, I'm only doing this for you. And they're probably right. Like they're probably are doing some really good things for you, but they use that as a shield for uh, owning other shit that they're doing. And then with the seven, sevens are often like, yeah, I'm realistic. Like I see my motivations or whatever. And in in a sense, they do have the more realistic perspective, but they are often just so in denial of their own anxiety and their own terror and panic that's motivating them. And that, you know, that even the knowledge or the recognition that the next thing is really not going to satisfy them. They're like, there's some moving too fast to be able to see that. You know, the thing that I feel with all the positive types is that they're difficult to argue with because there is some truth to the like for example seven there's some truth to the idea that the next thing could be better i don't know if this mm-hmm. is my seven weeks speaking but i mean like it's not maybe right. the one that feels um that probably feels the most realistic because it's like a gamble i, I don't know like it's 50 50 like the next thing could be um you know you flip in a coin it could, it could go one of two ways so we like they're they're saying that it's going to be better from my perspective is like, well, I mean, it could go either way. Like, you know, let's roll the dice and see what happens. That's not, it does not necessarily incorrect. I mean, mm-hmm. <laughs> if, if you yeah, zoom no. out enough, <laughs> uh-huh. 
what matters. I mean, one thing you could say about all the types is that all the types are speaking truth. Yes. Right. right? It's all, it's a 360 degree perspective, you know? Yeah. I guess, uh, you know, the experience, like this is getting into, um, what it's like for positive types when dealing with positive types from the perspective of um, the other uh, hormonics is that what this can do, like these perspectives can do is to, or to discount something negative that is happening. Mm-hmm. And like, for, for example, as a yes. reactive type is like, Hey, this is fucked up. I don't like this blah 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 maybe you're grieving or you're going through whatever and you know the knee-jerk reaction from a positive type outlook would be to diminish that yeah by you know either one of these three strategies and that's where you run into problems yeah i also think it's because of that because of their ability to kind of speak somewhat truthfully and kind of diffuse situations, I think it can be really hard for positive types to do the inner work or to even start the inner work because it Mm -hmm. kind of feels like they're, I think, I think one of you, John, maybe mentioned it a little bit, but it's like, you know, when I was in the narrative tradition training, watching the twos do work, it was really hard to kind of keep them understanding why the work was important. Because they're like, no, this is the way I should be. This is good. This is right. I am good and I am right no. and I am helpful. So why should I change? So yeah. I think, yeah. So I think it can be kind of hard for positive types to like understand that there needs to be a change. I think it's, like, it's a certain kind of aggressive, uh, mm-hmm. not looking at reality actually in all three positive outlook types. I think that raises a really good point, Nancy, which is that, and this is something that you know came up with the uh health pods we did last time but also like i see it more and more and more clearly of how there is a like a a way that we either socially conditioned or you know just through the lens of our own type frame what it means to be healthy or what it means to be good or what it means to be whatever and or even like yeah, like what it means to do some, like cr- make some sort of spiritual progress or mm-hmm. development or any of those kind of terms. And I think positive outlook types um, struggle the most to deconstruct their positive outlook to be able to see what it really means to grow and develop, which is to not like transcend your type or to do your type to its best ability, which is all great. Like, oh, that's fine. I don't know, whatever. It's like, you know, it's about being more present to what you've got and to your structures. And when you can see and be present to them, then you can make it like a capital C choice in relation to those patterns. You know, somebody in one group was posting about twos moving to four and what that means. People were like, read more poetry. Uh, <laughs> like, shut the fuck up. Uh, but the... What, so useful. Yeah, totally useless. But like what a four moving to two means is a- allowing... The two's inner life to be complex and negative and you know selfish and air quotes um and like owning their selfishness instead of disowning it like you know four is good at owning their <laughs> selfishness and being like yes i'm self-absorbed and so two is equally self-absorbed but they have a lot of judgment around seeing it as self-absorbed and so just yes. being able to see it as self-absorbed is really important um also like you know the two being so uh 
relational, uh, going to form means to become introspective and invested in their own inner life for their own inner life's sake. And uh, like, and that means into like having inner experiences that are not reactions to external experiences and like being sort of steeped in, in ambiguity and complexity and the things that are not quote unquote good, or that are usually not seen as quote, like healthy, uh, like allowing these parts of themselves to be parts of themselves is healthy for two, but by so many standards, like, like, you know, our, our sort of popular psychological understanding or, uh, our popular spiritual understanding or whatever, even how it's articulated within the Enneagram field as it currently stands, it doesn't question its own assumptions, basic assumptions of what healthy or, or positive or, or growth means. And so positive outlook types do need to go through a whole thing of not like totally like gaslighting themselves, but <laughs> being able to like stand in their own fucking groundedness and ask themselves, and the, there are these questions and re-examine their assumptions without being like, oh, my whole fucking world's upended. Yeah, and of, of, the, th- of the three types, probably two has the hardest time because you've got that image um, yeah. type mm-hmm. orientation super, to deal with. And super ego dominance also. Yeah, just like the idea that my personality, me being such a good, helpful person, is a personality structure. And there's a downside to it because the Enneagram is not describing, Enneagram types are not describing good things. So <laughs> that's, that's a problem for a type that is invested in being, in representing goodness. Um, that's one of the things I love about the Enneagram is like, it's, it's not, learning your type isn't going to make you feel good. And um, I've noticed that of the, the three positive types, twos have the hardest time with one, even admitting that, okay, I am a two and, and this needs to change in any sort of way. Yeah, I agree. I mean, a two that really gets that uh, grows immensely very quickly, you know, mm-hmm. but it is that initial hurdle that's like very difficult. I've met a couple of sevens that, um, and I think it's not too terribly uncommon with sevens that they, you know, maybe in their 40s or whatever, kind of. Um, just come to a place of, well, it's kind of like they're jaded, you know, from all of that worldliness and all of the experiences. And they kind of finally do come to a place of genuinely wanting to pursue, you know, like that line to five and coming into the spiritual, you know, practice of some sort. Because it's so active, right? The seven is so, you know, they're and it just keeps not ever getting anywhere, right? Yeah. Yeah. Those of you who know Russell Brand, that's basically the, yeah. the life path that he's been on. Like, he's probably the most <laughs> on steroid sexual seven ever, shagger yeah. of the year, multiple years, and uh, totally flipped the script. And he's got a, a book on his own, like, 12, version of the 12 step program. And he's, you know, he's he's still a comedian, but he's most of his videos are about spirituality now. And it's like completely family man. It's like, what a fucking transformation. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so one of the things that you've mentioned before, David, that is another aspect of the positive outlook thing of seven is uh, the premature expert. And yeah. what I see a lot of sevens do that, like the Enneagram, for example, is they learn it. And then in three months, they want to teach it or something. Maybe all three types are guilty of this because nines are really fucking... Nines do that. 
That's Ian Crone. Ian Crone did that show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally, totally. <laughs> this dude literally just like decided he was going to write an Enneagram book and just because yep. yep. he's a priest who has you know connections, but he literally does not know what the fuck he's talking about. Right. But then, That's- but then nines will turn around and like they've been doing the same thing for 10, 11, 12 years. And they're like, I know nothing. It's just, it's so yeah. bipolar to me. Yeah. I think there's something about the, the positive types in, um, I haven't seen, maybe because I haven't had as much experience with two, but there is something about this premature expert yeah, with all three, definitely. because, because maybe that's what it is being a positive type that you you are overestimating your abilities it's 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 sort of like law of attraction right where you're imagining that because you can picture this positive amazing thing Mm -hmm. you imagine that it's coming to you and that you have it well and i feel like uh positive outlook types have that kind of um i mean not that it's completely wrong but the belief of of like oh if i if i think this enough it'll happen what yeah 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 and it's like so i feel like they they're like oh if i if i focus enough it'll manifest so you know since i'm so interested in this it must be manifesting yep so okay with nine because with seven it's like okay they're assuming that the next thing is going to work out so that's they apply Mm -hmm. that to themselves in the sense that everything i do is going is going to work out and so which looks like narcissism uh two is like i'm a source of goodness so everything i do is good so the thing this bullshit that's coming out of my mouth is inherently good <laughs> and with nine it's because you know we talked about how you're zooming out and trying to bring things to neutral where is this premature buddha nine thing coming from is it from the point of view that i am connected to everything or is because it's not because they're not like overtly positive compared to the other ones to seven and two but some nine just immediately insert themselves as like i i know everything so like david where do you where do you think that's coming from where's the positive in that i guess i'm not sure if i know your question very well Well, where's what's positive about that or yeah like you know where what is the nine narcissism or you know because seven and two kind of have a narcissism about like I guess positive <clears throat> with everything they're they're doing, and nine is not so overt, but there are a lot of cocky nines in terms of right. what they so, know. So, like, where the where is that coming from? So, there's probably a, a few angles on that um, that are significant chunks of what that is. But one thing that comes to mind at the moment is like the way I, I think of the gut types is um, as one aspect of it is that you know everything right and you've always known everything right um i mean that's you get and you get that with eights and ones right more obviously right i mean it's like opinionated boom just on everything no 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 that should be this way no 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 come on right i mean it's just it's immediate right yeah but with with nines so nines if you're dispersing yourself uh across the universe the thing you know is the fucking universe right (laughs) right Right? so so, and because you're um the reflex that's the thing that's sort of happening at a body level 
and this is another positive outlook thing is it's it's a kind of yes to all of reality right uh. and, and and you're synthesizing and swirling into and integrating and harmonizing speaking of harmonic groups you're harmonizing with everything on some level in your body right um and so you're having the sense that you're um this is total extremely unconscious but you're having the sense that you're connected into everything and so again then bringing in the sort of all-knowingness of the gut types your yes and harmonization with everything has you um in a god space in a certain way so is it like okay you you first got into the enneagram and i don't know within months or whatever however long it was you decided that you knew it already yeah. uh, <laughs> it's like so is it like the enneagram is a system of knowledge you have already i'm, I'm trying to like understand how the <laughs> fuck how do you fuck do you encounter a system of knowledge you barely know anything about and how do you make the leap from that to i know all of it <laughs> like so it's like this system of knowledge is like uh, a part of the universe that you've already been you've already been part of the enneagram you were there when the enneagram so, was originated or something <laughs> yes yes so it's like so <laughs> it's sort of like um and this is part of positive outlook along with this sort of all-knowingness thing it's sort of like oh i'm meeting um a long lost stranger that i actually kind of knew before or long lost oh friend that i already knew or something like that right that i um yeah it's the sense you know it feels like intuition that you've already um oh yeah i recognize this thing it's kind of like the seven thing that you you know that premature knowing thing yeah it's no it's, um, it's interesting cuz it's like it's like uh it's almost like you when you were born everything there is to be known <laughs> was born with you yeah well but i mean the thing is i mean if you think about like oscar achazo who essentially you know birthed the enneagram of personality and carl jung and then einstein what you see when you think of those people is it's actually true we do know everything no, I'm yeah. just fucking. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it, I think it was Od who told me this. I don't know if it's true, but that um, Einstein's theory, theory of relativity was something that he discovered when he was like a boy. Like the yeah. seed, the seed of the idea. Maybe that's mm -hmm. bullshit. Who knows? But like that—that mm -hmm. that would fit the theme of like I've always had this idea, um, which was you know, his greatest discovery. It's sort of like you run into things and then you recognize them as if you'd already seen them before. Yeah. That's very nice. <laughs> that's how concept. that's how much of a that's how much of a yes it is. It's a retro yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's so fucking accurate. <laughs> yeah, that's I guess that's what nines are doing when when they uh start like mistyping and, and imagining themselves as certain types, they reimagine everything that their whole yes. lives. Mm -hmm. Like they've oh, always been yes. that type. Yeah. And then oh man. And like six months a year later, they'll do it for another type. Yep. Yes. Yeah. It's incredible. So I guess that's what's happening is that you encounter you encountered the Enneagram <clears throat> and it's it was like a reunion. <laughs> and that's <laughs> what and and the 
the nines in that four group that were always harassing uh it's like i read the type four description and i cried because it was so me and that's again that's a yes you know to kind of everything even though there's a bunch of you know quote unquote you know negative or semi depending on what the description the reading is but you know there's a bunch of uh sad or negative things in all of that it's still uh, manages to be a yes, and they always do a, a, a curly cue at the end that makes it positive somehow. Like, like um, I'm really sad, but I accept all my sadness or whatever. <laughs> and know? it's so freeing because I've accepted it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's really interesting. Uh, sevens are annoying for a different reason, but it's a little bit easier to deal with because it's I don't know. There's something very worldly about someone who's just kind of moving forward and mm -hmm. and just assumes that i'm just going to gamble on the next thing because there's a good chance it's going to be a good thing or it's going to turn out well for me mm -hmm. uh so yeah that seems a little bit easier to deal with well i feel like two and seven kind of fits fit into like personas I don't know if that makes sense. Like they're like, like the biggest personalities. You know, yeah, just and paper, so it's please. very visible. So you're just like, oh yeah, that makes sense. Whereas mm -hmm. like nines, you're like, you make no sense. <laughs> yeah. The other the other whole, you know, possibly bigger subject around all of this is, and this is Jungian thought here, but with all of that positivity constantly going on, you're create all three of these types are creating a huge mm. negative yeah. shadow. Big yeah. time. That's where you get like the sevens that commit suicide, of which I have a friend who did, who's a seven, um, and so forth. What, what do you mean? Like, I kind of get what you mean, but I kind of don't get what you mean with creating well, a negative shadow. Well, just the, the sort of, um, what do you call it, uh, universal sort of Jungian idea that when, whenever you're um, doing a bunch of one thing, right and the personality is invested in a bunch of you know well several different qualities let's say that you're flashing to the world right that you want to be known as um in some way um i mean of course it's unconscious primarily that you're doing that but the investment in being positive is um in jungian theory you're you're building a polar opposite on the other side, you know, somewhere on in your unconscious, that's exactly equal. It's exactly oh, yeah. equal to all of that pos positivity. Yeah. So it's getting bigger and bigger and bigger. It's getting bigger and bigger every single day. Right. Mm -hmm. And it shows up differently for each of the types. There are two, seven and nine. Yep. I mean, yep. for, for nine, you get like the Hulk, Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde kind of thing. Mm -hmm. yeah. There you go. Big anger. And the compartmentalization. Mm -hmm. Like I think somebody said a story of the <clears throat> husband who had an affair, and because the marriage wasn't working out, and instead of you know having a conversation about it, repressed all the anger and just murdered the entire family. Oh yep. shit! Yeah, yeah. No, so, so family that, murderers. <laughs> that was uh, Alexander and I watched. Uh, she watches. She's like you know crime stuff or whatever. Mm. And, mm -hmm. and uh, yeah, it was this nine dude uh married to a ball buster six 
<laughs> and uh, she's like very naggy, and ha- they have two kids. And was it the one in Colorado that they made like I a documentary so. about? Chris Watts is his yes. name. Yes. Yeah. Oh my God, that one was so good. It, it so was so good. So yeah, it was so fucking wild. So uh, fucking spoiler, but uh, <laughs> what happens is he starts dating some girl on the side and is like really into her and instead of just being able to talk with his wife and say like listen i want to break up or divorce or whatever and you know this whatever you see like they show his text messages to his between him and his wife and his wife is like i don't know like clearly more emotionally invested in everything he responds is like very canned like you're beautiful i love you honey uh i'm sorry i missed your call i fell asleep on the porch or whatever and um she comes home from some trip or something and he just fucking uh kills her in her sleep and it was like he said that you know he even told the the cops that like they had a battle but there was obviously no marks on his skin so like the coward didn't even say anything to her he just mm-hmm. and then and then he killed his daughters yeah he wow. took them out to where he worked killed them like an and oil dumped, field yeah dumped their bodies in the oil field but he took them out like alive like he was like talking to them no he he yeah he wrapped up his wife in a, a blanket and drove for an hour with his daughters in the back seat, like in the middle of the night. And they're like, "Is mommy okay?" You know, and, and he's like, "No." <laughs> and and I guess what he did is he fucking like had them and trigger warning, strangled them, and like suffocated them, and then stuffed their bodies into these narrow oil tanker things. I mean, fucking. And then and insane. Th- and then he texted his girlfriend, who didn't know. You know, she he told his girlfriend that they were in the middle of separating. Uh, and he texted his girlfriend immediately after like something about can't wait to start our life together. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, positive outlook. There yeah, you go. exactly. <laughs> It'll be fine. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's a hilarious example. I mean, not yeah. hilarious, but hilarious. Well, it is kind of hilarious. <laughs> you got you to gotta watch it because it is crazy. Oh, shit. That's crazy. Yeah, what's the name, Nancy? Oh shit! Um, it's like American something. Yeah, American, American murder. S- yeah, hang on. Um, <laughs> it's too funny. I mean, from like not funny, but it's fu- it, you know. It, but oh, yeah. dude, my favorite part is is when um, the neighbor first sees him react to like the family missing, and he goes, "He's not acting right." Like the neighbor knew it. <laughs> yeah. Right mm. Um, I think. Uh, American Murder, yeah, it's on Netflix. I need to watch that. Hey, oh, you do. The text of the girlfriend—that's just beautiful. I know, yeah. I know exactly. <laughs> like you, fucking idiot! Fashion. You're so dumb. Like, wow, it's it's creepy. <laughs> <laughs> It'll make you never trust anyone ever again. <laughs> At least those fucking nines. Oh, yeah. God. Well, if if I get murdered, you know who did it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's gonna be me. Yeah. <laughs> it's David. He flew from Texas. Not not Brian. <laughs> I think one of those Columbine kids was a nine. Probably. I think it was a six, yep. six, a six and a nine. Shit's dangerous. <laughs> Sevens are a little different because they're all they're so out there doing that the you know, the shadow for them is like this fucking bottomless pit of depression like you know these fucking comedian yeah lucky sevens that end up hanging themselves because <laughs> they've been you think they're cool and they're good and but they're not they're not they're yeah 
And that yeah. there are sevens also that are rage, rageaholic sevens. Mm -hmm. I've known a couple of those that had like serious anger problems. Oh, I don't think I've met one of those. <laughs> Sounds a of like a, a blast. Oh, yeah. Yeah, That's a lot it. of moving to one and the frustration, all that shit. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -mm. Yeah, I guess the shadow for them is just like they do collapse. Like all that <laughs> go, go, go. They collapse yep. real hard and it's yep. not pretty. Yeah, and I guess they're, I mean, sevens probably aren't going to murder you because they're pretty focused on themselves. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, uh, David and Emika, like Emika with your wing and David being a nine, how do you all see your positive outlook? Well, um, for me, I think this is more than eight stuff. I think my seven wing definitely makes, there's a little bit of that seven, like gambler kind of thing where whenever the odds are against me, and especially this plays out, um, romantically, where I think I'm, I'm pretty, I, I'm a pretty good judge. When it's someone else, I can be, I can pretty much assess the situation and tell you what's going to happen. But when it's me, I can assess the situation. But then the seven wing is going to be like, but I'm going to overcome the odds. <laughs> <laughs> like I know this is not supposed to work, but I'm going to make it work. Mm -hmm. And of course, it doesn't work. I mean, every now and then, of course, it does work. But um, there is a little bit more of that. Um, seven gambler like this is a hilarious example but this od will tell you that there have been multiple examples of shit like this happening we used to work at the same job we used to work at a, at a hotel uh doing um what do you call valet and um it's one of those jobs where you're not going to lose the job unless you fuck up and fuck up meaning you r run a car into a wall or something and if you get two of these you're you're automatically fired so i'd only got or i'd already gotten one he'd gotten one and I got my second one because I was partying until like five in the morning and I was supposed to work at seven and I was too tired and I fucking ran into a beam with a BMW. It was not pretty. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but uh, so, so literally, I thought you meant like, oh, a big thing like running a car into something. No, this is literal. Know. Yeah. Yeah, literally. Like, cause you have to, you know, the job That's is hilarious. take rich people's cars <laughs> and you take, take them into this uh, parking garage and, you know, like, that's that's one of those things where you don't think you're going to run a car into a stationary object in a parking lot. But if you do it every day, eventually you will. <laughs> so yeah. that's exactly what happened. Um, so this is my second one. I mean, one plus one equals two. You get a second one, you're fired. But I somehow like, you know, the next time I was going into work, the manager called me to come in early and I legit told OD that he is he was calling me in to give me a promotion. I <laughs> literally said that. <laughs> and like, this is like some kind of like a hallucination or something. I like, I was like playing this trick on myself of, of like, it was not going to be this thing that it's very likely to be. It's going to be this other thing, which is actually like an expansive improvement on my current situation. <laughs> Instead of getting fired. Of course I was fired. Oh and my he, God. He told me, he was like, that's fucking insane that you actually thought <laughs> yeah. he was going to give you a promotion after you just crashed the car in the garage. What the fuck? <laughs> so um, it's just interesting to watch that because it's like I, it, it, it sneaks up on me, like where I have this uh, reality distortion thing that happens where I just refuse whatever is happening and I um, replace it with the reality that I want. Um, so it has like an A quality to it, but. Um, it's kind of ridiculous. 
Yeah, no, that, bit, that yeah. Ha- having no positive outlook uh, in my tri-type or anything, but like, like I love to watch it in people, like especially the eight, like it's the eight seven seven eight combination where it's like, <laughs> oh, this is gonna be a win for me, you know, like just <laughs> like just the over, like oh, this is gonna go well, this is gonna go my way. That assumption <laughs> is hilarious to me. So yeah, I got, and it's automatic. It's totally automatic. I can't sit here because it's just yeah. completely ridiculous when you kind of like step back and look at it. It's like that's fucking insane. That doesn't make any fucking sense. Mm-hmm. But it's like an automatic in the moment thing. It's like, yeah, absolutely. I'm the one. It's going to work. <laughs> so I've got two positive outlooks in my trifix, right? So I'm, <laughs> I'm one of the worst people on this, the worst person on this call. I've got multiple uh, David sure. stories on that. For <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think we all do. <laughs> Uh, well, maybe you guys should just complain about me. No, um, I would love well, to do that. David thinks he has a chance with me, so that's that's first. There we go. There's one right there. I just keep keep going at it right there with me. <laughs> and it's never gonna happen. Now I never give him any I'm, reason to keep going. And now she's even engaged, and I'm still thinking I've got a chance. <laughs> Yeah, her saying this is indication that she's thinking about you, David. That's that's it. Yeah, Yeah, I think she's tricking herself. One hundred percent. Yeah. So, like, I'm self-pres first, and um, like, just the number of different money-making things I've tried to do, like, like from the time I was a teenager, you know, on through, you know more recently um there's just all kinds of things that i'm just uh you know i really didn't even start getting serious about getting my shit together as far as self-pres because of positive outlook right (laughs) until my 30s right until my like mid 30s i didn't even so you just figured it was going to work out i figured it was going to work out oh that's how positive I was that's die how before posi- I had to how- figure it out. <laughs> oh yeah. No, I just thought it was I mean I'm <clears throat> nine seven is just hardcore um magical thinking, right? <laughs> like beyond, right? And so <laughs> so I, I just thought um, you know, just some pot of gold was just gonna come up somewhere or some new scheme that I was doing was gonna turn up something and it's no 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 you don't understand this is going to be great you got to see this this is amazing <laughs> you know just all of that kind of stupid shit and the get, the get rich quick scheme was created specifically for Dave. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah have you guys so, ever listened to the podcast the dream no, the, no. yet yeah, all the all the people that get swept up in the dream are you david all of them. Yeah. you, you yeah. should listen to that podcast oh yeah yeah um so it it finally in my mid i mean like you know i did nothing to sort of get myself a baseline of self-pres stuff so that's kind of interesting from typological perspective to be self-pres first and to have not done anything to sort of actually give myself uh, a baseline of you know um steady support like going to university or whatever to get a degree so that i could have a job and da 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 right it was the positive fixes made it to where i just didn't even pursue that stuff 
and then so then it I, it started to dawn on me ever so slowly that maybe I should start actually trying to do something in a more disciplined way. And then it took me about 10 years to get to something that was more like a steady something where I actually was making good adult human being <laughs> money. Yeah. So 45. So that's how long my trip was. It'll, uh, you know, for me, like, I'm not positive outlook, but it'll probably take me even longer to, like, have an adult money situation. <laughs> yeah. Totally I, I relate to it from a different, yeah, yeah. from a different right. perspective. It's right. Nice. Yeah, I don't relate to that. But, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Good yeah, for y'all. You're, you're on a different track. Yeah, just a bit. All right, well. Well, wait, wait we should look at two's shadow for, uh, we did well, so seven. I mean, one simple thing to say is two going to eight. I mean, that's mm. a beast. That's a beast right there. Oh yeah, a terrifying yeah. beast, I will say. Yeah, it's it's it just gets really, <laughs> gets really fucking pushy, and it's it's really imposing from the sense that this is someone who is coming from the perspective that they're helping. So it's an inbuilt defense against any sort of criticism, mm -hmm. and. And that's a really dangerous, like, you know, if like an eight is going to just barge in and, and you know where they're at. So like, you just have to sort of amp up enough to stop them. But a two is going to, a really determined two can be a really formidable foe in terms of how much they can insert themselves into your life. And um, because they look like they're helping, they can get away with a lot. One thing I've seen with twos is there's also like a switch that flips and they feel fully justified to mm -hmm. go old testament wrath of god yeah on you. totally yep yeah. <laughs> and they feel fully justified to be part of your life if that yep. makes sense they will keep pushing and they're like no that's not what i'm doing and it's like that's that's what you're doing yeah <laughs> my mom has uh my mom's a two seven eight and uh, she just, she's a very assertive woman and she's just a take charge. If there's a problem and an opportunity for her to help, she's going to take advantage of that. And so, you know, she's going to be helpful. But as soon as you, that person that she's helping steps out of line with what she believes that person should be doing, like, man, it's crazy how, how much she can crack the whip and just be vindictive uh, but at the same style, time, still justifying why she's doing what she's doing. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. That's that's a, that's the shadow of it. Is that you know when a two, you know, does a heel turn, it's <laughs> they're still going to be convincing you and everyone else that it's the right thing that they're doing. They had every bit justified to act the way that they're acting, even though they're just being terrible. Yeah, the justification. Yeah. They can't really see through because, again, the positive aim at their intentions, you know, like, oh, my intentions are good, so this is fine. Mm -hmm. And the assumption that you're a good person. Yeah, I mean, because if they're a good person, then everything they do is good, right? Yep. <laughs> Which is fucking weird. Right. I've never, I've never, I don't think I've ever had that assumption. Well, another, another flip side of that is then, then if, if what they're doing is exposed as not so good, then I'm a bad person, you know, and mm -hmm. it's just not being able to hold, uh, like, I can be a good or okay person and have whatever flaws, mistakes, mm -hmm. bullshit, whatever. I don't have to be perfect. Yeah. It's enough. 
Sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty good. I think we nailed that. Yeah, yeah that was much uh, richer than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Same. That was fun. Everything yeah. we do is rich. I know. <laughs> I know. I should know by now. I... Yeah, you should, you should look ahead with a positive attitude. Yeah, you should. <laughs> Yeah, for real. I like, yeah, everything I'm like, there's, there's nothing here. There's nothing. <laughs> and then it turns out to be really good. But like, like, that's the thing I'm struggling with right now with like moving forward with publishing and stuff. I'm like, that's nothing, nothing. Mm-hmm. Is, hey, nothing's here. I have nothing to offer. Nothing. Yeah. It's all empty. It's all empty. And like, uh, everything, us. everything I've like studied, like anybody else could, could know and teach and talk mm-hmm. about. And, <laughs> That's one well, thing that's that I've bullshit, but you know, go ahead. That's one thing I've liked about uh at least that I've doing a pod has taught me I have an overabundance of negativity. And of course that's mostly directed to myself. So there's a sense of like nothing is good or nothing is good enough. And but you know, what happens is like you I jump into doing or even editing and I'm always I'm always surprised at yeah. whatever comes out at the end. It's like this is actually pretty good. You know, it's it it starts out one way and I end up and so a lot of times it's just like, I just need to get myself to to start it uh, that, you know, even just like the conversations, a lot of times, like, I don't know how this fucking episode's going to turn out or this conversation's going to turn out, but we always end up someplace better than anyone imagined. And even like editing it, it's, it's always better than what I imagined it would be. I don't know where it's going, but it always ends up, you know, someplace better than whatever my negative bullshit thinks it's going to be. So <laughs> I just have to get myself to start <laughs> yeah it's true well if you figure out how to do that let me know <laughs> generally procrastination is what works <laughs> ah yeah i work best under a very very tight timeline yeah like once i know it's like okay you got to get this thing done it's like uh, i suddenly get very creative <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's what i struggle with with school i'll have a research paper due in two weeks but i do it the night before and it's great i nail it but you know yeah Alrighty. All right. Okay. All right. Hey. Bye. Hey, uh, hey, for next time, you want to do the uh, Red Dragon or the uh, Hunter, Manhunter one? Oh, no. Actually, let's finish this series and we'll do that shit. Well, we don't have to do it in, in a row. I mean, we we got the Love Line to do. Like, uh, if we get another one, we could do the Love Line. We could do that. It's up to us. You know, we don't have yeah, to. Yeah. Do I'm just thinking because I have COVID, I'll be home watching movies. Yeah, you will we be. Can, That's yeah, true. we can do it next week. I can watch good. it this week. Yeah, it'd be fun. Um, what am I supposed to watch again? Uh, so Manhunter and uh, Silence, Silence of the Lambs. Lambs. I think Silence of the Lambs is on Netflix. That was one of those movies where that was like a few years after me discovering the Enneagram and starting to get into the whole anger thing of nine. And that movie was like a like I just ate it up because it was like because <laughs> it was like a rage anger movie. And mm. I, I would I would sneak off to the movies. I saw it probably ten times in the oh Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, you are gonna murder me. Yes. <laughs> oh yeah. Great. Okay. Well, I'll prepare myself then. Yeah. <laughs> I might fast fine. forward through a couple bits, but yeah, it'll be no, good. no, don't, don't. No, it's actually a really well-made movie too. It's just it's it's a good movie. I know I know whole stretches of dialogue that Hannibal Lecter, the main, you know, the evil guy. I have whole. I can I can do you know big chunks of the dialogue. You know what movie and, and I, I can, can do, do that and I can with? do and I can do his voice and everything. You know what movie I can do that with? What? 
Take a wild guess. Uh, fucking Harry Potter or something. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> You've got mail. <laughs> what? Oh, man. I've watched that movie like 25 times. What is that? Oh, Tom it's Hanks Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan, and they oh, are my favorite God. actors, and I love them. And See, I watched. You, I you made Brian watch it last. I made Brian watch it last weekend, and I bawled my eyes out for the twenty fifth time. Like, no. man, is there anything that I've watched more than twice? <laughs> I gotta I think that about movie. it. That's that's an interesting question because it says a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I like things that I know. I will rewatch things till the day I die. Anyway, I'll, I'll watch I'll it. I'll do my, week. I'm going to do my, when we do that pod, I'll do my. Ooh, yeah, do an imitation. Yeah, that'd be yeah, awesome. Hannibal, like, yeah, I will. Maybe, All right. Maybe. I got to go. Okay, All right, bye. bye. All right, bye. Later. Later.